go time. It's Wednesday. I'm fully hydrated. And uh, you know, going into there. Show. I'm John, Eagles are 6-0, he is Rick, and we are ins- we inspired the Kelsey Brothers Podcast. Rick, say hi. Hi. Well, we were in a situation, what, a year ago? Seemed uh, not believable. Eagles 6-0, Giants 5-1, Eagles to the top of power rankings. Do we need to do some pinching here? Is this, or should we just kind of keep going? Uh, do, do we want to wake up? Did you book your flights to Arizona also? No? Cool. Break your thoughts on 6-0. and The best thing about 6-0 is that we have a chance to be 7-0. Yeah. Um, uh, Blaze, your thoughts on 5-1. and one. Uh, First, let's... Uh... Ditch that music next week. <laughs> I feel I take a hard U-turn from uh, previous weeks. Jesus! <laughs> I thought you. I thought you owned all their CDs. Oh my god! <laughs> what? What's next? Black Pink? Come on, let's keep it Maybe. real. Maybe. Themed to Rocky? Anything? Anything better? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. I, that's. I, you know, it may, that one may have been like so on the nose, and that's why it never occurred to me to uh, go Rocky theme or, you know, maybe next well next week since we since there is no game, I don't know what we would use, but I'll I'll take submissions. <laughs> Email me at uh, Rick I'll, at. No, I won't give your. Uh, Email out on on the air, Rick. Not that anyone. Go, listening, go right so. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already had plenty of junk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How many times is the NFL gonna email me a twenty five percent off coupon, and the MLB sends me, uh, you know, a discount at Home Depot, and you know, yeah, tons of junk. Right, right, and the executive producer gets news on her, yeah, news feed that she does not like. No. And in fact, uh, Blaze, this is a good one. So our other brother uh, went hunting, and there was pictures of. He's a hunter. Uh, <laughs> that, that's for another podcast. But <laughs> I mean, what kind of hunter were we talking? Big elk or like um, uh, hunt, hunting, hunting like hunt, for bargains? Uh, well, hunting for a bottle of wine, yes. Yeah. but okay. he was uh, actually hunting. Yeah, it's it's kind of that uh, you know, hey, here's an acre. You don't know it, but there's a big fence out there. But you know, and here's a rifle we set up for you right at the spot where we put a big salt lick. Wait ten minutes, and if you pull the trigger just right, you may hit something. It's one of I those. I think places. it might be even more so. Like, okay, Jim, hey, <laughs> John and Rick's brother, we have it all lined up for you. Come over here and pull the trigger. <laughs> And so he sent a bunch of pictures uh, to a bunch, you know, on like the family text, and you know, and then all of a sudden in uh, Kathy's um, newsfeed on her iPhone, she starts getting uh, stories about hunting and elk hunting and deer hunting, 
We're like, that's weird because I know she's not Googling, you know, game hunting or anything like that. So clearly, you know, Apple News scrapes your messages. Sounds about right. Yeah. So, right. so Evan, what, I mean, what would what would show up in your Apple News feed? Please do tell. <laughs> Aside from Girl in the Fig. Boy, that's a good one. Let's save that for uh, unrelated topics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have, we have digressed pretty quickly here. Yeah, and it's only four minutes and 44 <laughs> seconds into the show. <laughs> All right, so the Eagles are 6-0. and Giants are 5-1. and uh, Eagles are reasonably healthy. They're not, you know, too banged up. Um, you know, I think the O-line you know, took a few hits over the past couple of weeks, so I think this, uh, this little break comes at an opportune time. Yes. Yes, we've been a little banged up. It's kind of been like a turnstile there on uh, the offensive line. So hopefully, you know, during this bye week, we can get everyone rested, healthy. Um, it's weird having a, the bye now. It's like we still have 11 games to play. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So and shockingly, the, the one person who's not on that uh, injury list or who we're concerned about at this point Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. It, the guy is clearly going for the Iron Man trophy right behind Kelsey at this point. Right. Well, so. I think he's he's in a contract year, I think. So. Well, well, yeah, that explains everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I, I remember or in the beginning of the season when we looked at uh, the schedule, we were like, oh, geez, going into the bye week, we could be 6-0. and I'm like, that's one of those things you say that, oh, yeah, we could do that. But totally, down yeah. deep inside, you really don't believe it. Yeah, you know that ain't happening. It's like, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. Evan, the Giants fan, did you ever think when you looked at the Giants schedule, like after six games, we'll, we'll be 5-1? Absolutely not. I think I saw a lot of like shows. They predicted that the Giants would win five games all season. I mean, honestly, I was, you know, when they were down 2010, I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's the L everyone expected. And then it was like, I don't know. It was like, oh, my God, where the hell is this coming from? Here we go again. Pulling <laughs> another game out of their ass. Unbelievable. I'll take it. Yeah. It could yeah, be coming down to that faithful January 8th day in the swamps for the division title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, the Eagles could be, could be at that time still undefeated. 16 and up. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's the over-under as of at August 31st, the Giants over-under for wins was six and a half. Right. So... <laughs> I'm shot in the dark. I'm saying I'm, I, I may take the over at this point. <laughs> no question. Well, let me ask you guys, looking at your schedule, who's your trap game? Who's your new trap game? Oh, man. I don't know. Well, the, the next three opponents have a, combined, have a combined five wins. Yeah. And that, which, is, which is one less uh, number of wins that we have. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Steelers, Texans, Commanders, and then the Colts, Packers, and Titans. Yeah, I've seen the that the, the headline uh, in two or three places now. It's basically, find me a loss on the Eagles' upcoming schedule. Those, I think yeah. those, that's your tough run. 
at Indy, Green Bay, Tennessee. The, the rest of our schedule, the combined record is 32-30-2. and two. And without the NFC East games, it's 16-22-2. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, thankfully, the Gi- with the Giants on there, that gives an extra, you know, it doesn't make it look like such a cakewalk. Right. So, right. At least but then record, again, if you had asked me all these other teams that would have been three and three at this point, I would have been like, no way. Yeah. I mean, the, the Buccaneers, I mean, they look like, I mean, we'll get into around the NFL, but they, they just, uh, they're not in a, a good situation right now. The, the Packers seem to be falling apart. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that are you know, kind of on the ropesy sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's so shocking. let me ask you guys this. What is it about your, your squad this year that just about the second quarter? Why do they just go bananas during the second quarter? That's a, that's a good question. That's a $64 million question. Yeah, I, it's uh, – I don't know. I, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason. I think it's – part of it is they get a possession or two under their uh, under their collar, and, you know, they kind of unleash – you know, they kind of make some small adjustments and maybe unleash. I, I don't know, actually. I mean – you know, the first and second possessions are always kind of a lot of times just kind of throwaways, right? Because everyone's so, like, amped up. Right. But yeah, I, I, I think don't know. It might have something to do with, yeah, I think the first and second possessions are always, like, trying to feel out, like, okay, like, when we're in this formation, this is what the defense is giving us, right? Yeah. And so by the second quarter, it's like, okay, when they do this, we're going to do this. Or, um, But also, I mean, this past week, I think, like at the end of the first quarter, we we're just about to score, and like the first or second play into the second quarter, we scored. So it's like, okay, that's not you know. Um, I really that's more like a first quarter score than anything, but yeah, I don't I don't know, but I mean, it is concerning that you know we have such a hard time scoring points in the second half because um, you know what happens when we're in a close game and we need to score points in the second half. Yeah. I mean, because basically the second half was what their third and fourth and fifth possessions, which was what touchdown, field goal, field, uh, yeah, touchdown, touchdown, field goal. So yeah, they basically get a, like a looksie of no, actually no, yeah, it was. Oh yeah, that, that's right. That their second drive started in the first, but ended in the second. So yeah. basically, yeah, they did, they just get a possession under their, you know get a possession behind them, understand kind of what the defense has given them. And, you know, I'd have to, my guess, if I had to really kind of point to it, it's Jalen Hurts just learning something on the first possession and just adjusting and telling Steichen what he's seeing and they, they start picking better plays. Right. Right. Uh, but, you know, this this past week, that Cooper Rush guy, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why other teams had been just making him, you know, try to sh- just shut down the run and make him beat you. You know, he's like throwing like 12 or 15 passes a game. And then yeah. with us, he, he threw like 38 times. Yeah, and they got the, you know, I think teams get the book. You know, that's what happens, right, is that a player plays, a quarterback plays about two or three games, and they get a book on him like, okay, now we can see all his tendencies and there's all his tells, and it's like, you know, game over sort of thing. Right. Um, right. 
Chris Sims this past week is like, thank God the three interceptions happened. We can put this Cooper rush thing and, you know, quarterback controversy down in that, you know, that team from uh, Texas that's not from Houston uh, to bed and just put Dak back in there and call it, you know, stop. Stop with the quarterback controversy stuff. It's bullshit, he said. He was never that good. He's, you know, which basically means, like, the Patriots have, like, one or two more weeks with Zappi and then, like, people are going to start, you know, kind of, you know, picking him apart. Right. And Mac Jones will be back in there and Zappi will, you know, he's gone into backup land. (laughs) Kind of like uh, Carson Wentz, hopefully. Oh, my God. Is he now on the on the injured reserve? Yeah, he's a, he's an IR with a little uh, pinky sprain. So, well, what a, I mean, what a waste. None too convenient timing. I think he's doing everything he can to avoid coming to Philadelphia here in about four weeks. Oh man, three weeks. Well, four weeks, three games. So, should we talk about this past week's game against uh, that other team? Yes. Let's uh, let's talk about it. So. So Sunday night football, so which means I finally got to actually watch it, so that's exciting. Unfortunately, I had to deal with uh, Sunday night football announcers, which, you know, not a huge fan of, but oh well. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. And all the cliche bumpers that we called, you know, about a couple weeks out, just cheesesteaks, Schuylkill Expressway, uh, I mean... I think they kind of come Rocky up with some steps. Yeah, Rocky Steps. I mean, you'd think they come up with something original at some point. It's just brutal. What, what I thought was more ridiculous was Collinsworth and um, what's his nuts? Uh, Tarico. Admitting they ran the Rocky Steps. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I ran the Rocky Steps, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Melissa Stark was out there, too. It's like, oh, my God. You guys are ridiculous. Oh, this is just We were out there at 8 a.m. this morning and saw Melissa out there. It's like, oh, boy. Okay. That's that's your go-to story, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a a big Mike Tirico fan. He's just too much talking. Just too much talking. Yeah, he takes 10 words, what the average person could tell in, like, four words. Well, he's not as bad as Bob Costas. You know, it's been so long since I've vomit award. Uh, I, you know, it's been so long since I've heard him. I even forget what he was like as a uh, play-by-play guy. Horrible. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, I'll take your word for it. It's like I can hear the producers cringing every time he just opens his mouth. Like, can that guy just shut his mouth for one second? But there were so many people that just worshipped the ground he was on. It was oh, kind of crazy. Like, he was like the little, like, midget god that ran around the studios that people just <laughs> loved. Right. Um, it was the highest-rated Sunday night game since 2015. Wow. So. I, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you get a heated rivalry. You get, you know, some you know some interesting players combined with, like, you know, Five and one and six and zero, oh, or actually, I guess at the time it was four and one and five and zero. Oh. Yeah. What is your best? What do you guys think is your best uh, stunning? Or uh, I wouldn't even call it stunning, but best victory over over Dallas over the years. Uh, it's got to be the pickle juice game. Oh yeah, rehydration on the sideline. Rehydration. Do, do tell. <laughs> Who was that? Lashawn McCoy. 
it was one no, it was it was. A, I think it was the same game where the was it the first game of the season? I I forget. It was like super hot, and so uh, in order to um, uh, you know uh, stop the effects of the heat and everything, the night before they drank pickle juice because that's what the trainer said yeah. to do. And you could tell at the end of the game, like the all the Eagles were fine and the Cowboys were dead. And I think it was also the same game where we started the game with an onside kick. <laughs> Which is kind of genius. Right. right. Of course, well, we it's ca- genius when you recover it. If you don't recover it. Yeah, it looked like an idiot. Yeah. Um, there was another one, oh gosh, what was it? It was probably 2015. It was on Thanksgiving, I think. And the Eagles just pounded the crap out of the Cowboys. Oops, sorry. Excuse me. Um, I forget what year it was, but oh, man. I just remember sitting there. I was like, this is the best. And it was like 52 to like 12 or something like that. It was something wow. ridiculous, you know. Yeah, and the, to watch uh, them get humiliated. The pickle juice game was in uh, 2000. They won 41 to 14. Um, but I, the other thing, I'm, you know what I'm tired of? I'm totally tired of people calling the Cowboys America's team. <laughs> I mean, that is just insanely ridiculous. Well, what? Uh, so what happens if you beat America's team? Are you? Yeah, you should get the belt. The world's say. team. Yeah, 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 exactly. You should be America. You should get the mantle of America's team. The Western Hemisphere's team. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that whole America's team thing is. Yeah, crap. They're not my team. Yeah. Uh, it looks like start with all the Staubach and all that back in the day. You know, it all started at NFL Films, and one of the, the yeah. you know one of the, the the writers wrote in you know as far as one of those like hour long features back in like seventy five, just called the you know I think it was one. Of, but you remember back when NFL Films did like the year in reviews, and it was like an hour of just uh, you know game by game, basically reviewing the season. And I think someone referred you know that the title of Dallas's that year was America's Team. And it just stuck, and it's like I'm. That saddens me that it stuck. <laughs> Sickens me, actually. Well, I think the whole yeah, the whole marketing behind it is you know the uh, founder of the team wanted it to be instead of just marketing it to the you know the Dallas area, he wanted it to market the whole country. Um, so that's you know that's all got. Um, that's why there's so many Dallas Cowboy fans all over the place. So speaking of fans, the Philly fans had quite a week, or, you know, had quite a weekend between uh, the Phillies uh, advancing, uh, the Flyers winning two games back to back. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but if you've seen the state of the Flyers, you would appreciate the the two back to back wins, and obviously the Eagles five and zero. So. Philly was amped. Rick, were you climbing greased street poles over the weekend? No, but they were talking about bringing out the Crisco. So there, were, there was talk of that. <laughs> Any chance Dad just ate some, you know, horse shit on the, on the side of the road at Broad Street or something like that? 
not uh, not because of the sports teams. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's been a frenzied pitch here uh, with all the uh, well, it's like sports nirvana. Yeah. Um, Sadly, the Eagles fans. I don't know if you guys caught this. Booed Jill Biden. Sorry, Doctor Jill Biden. And uh, it just so happened to be on the weekend where she's uh, touting the uh, uh, breast cancer a month, or sorry, breast cancer awareness month. So I'm sure at some point uh, Eagles fans will be pegged with um, booing breast cancer awareness month. Sadly. Yeah, I heard uh, Joe Biden heard that Eagles fans booed Jill Biden. And uh, so he called Don Henley to uh, complain. <laughs> and then do we know how that went? I did not. And John, you're forgetting, uh, you might as well just throw you Penn in there at 5-0. and oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're rolling too. The Quakers are, uh, are they still the Quakers? <laughs> do they have to change that at some point for some reason? No, no, they, they are still the Quakers. The Quakers. No just... der- uh, with the Quakers, there's no derogatory, like, the yeah, there's no link. chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you would do for the Quakers. Yeah, the, the Quakers Just are sit in your seat and quake. Yeah, no, you're, co- throw, you're throwing what are, you know oatmeal out on the players. Yeah, well, you're not in earthquake country, so you can't be re- you can't be shaking. That doesn't really connect. Yeah. Uh, AJ Brown seems to be fitting in. He seems to like the uh, the Philly faithful. He commented that it felt like a playoff atmosphere. Um, for the sixth game of the year. So uh, I'm glad to hear that he uh, he likes playing here because I sure hope he stays here a long time, unlike a previous wide receiver who was only here for a short amount of time, one Terrell Owens. Uh, I thought you were talking about Deshaun Jackson, who has made it public that he's free. He's open to coming back to the Eagles. No, I bet he is. <laughs> Keep it, I didn't realize this. They ended up giving Deshaun Jackson Who's that a... Now? Well, he was at the Rams last year for maybe uh, a tall latte and still got a uh, and st- still got a Super Bowl ring. Jeez. I'm like, oh, that's that, now you're just picking the lock. That's not fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. I think no, he's, no. He's, his ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, Jason Kelsey had a bad snap late in the game to make it interesting. He spoke about it on their podcast, on his podcast with his brother, um, saying he basically said it was just a straight up brain fart. (laughs) And that as soon as he snapped it, he was like, oh, shit. And he just turned right around and just jumped on the ball. Yeah. I also heard he made fun of his brother for catching four touchdown passes, but only having 25 yards of <laughs> catches. <laughs> so. uh, and yes, they were inspired our podcast. Our podcast was first before theirs, I think. Yeah. Um, so Two brothers doing a football podcast. Yeah. Of course, everyone thinks of us, not the yep. Kelsey's. Like, yep. Come on. No, no question. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, come on. Uh, Kelsey also got body slammed late in the game, right? Remember that? Remember seeing that and just maintained his cool. And as soon as he went down on his back, he just pointed right at the guy like, okay, where's the flag? Right. 
Right. I was hoping after that that they would like kick a field goal or, you know, do something. Yeah. Yeah, just to kind of put the yeah, just to put the hammer to them. Kick an onside field goal (laughs) or an onside kick. (laughs) Yeah. Um But yeah, it was a solid win by the Eagles over the the uh over their rivals. The one part that did give me just utter joy was, and I think it was the, uh, yeah, it was the, uh, it was a play where uh, A.J. Brown scored the touchdown, and it was one of those where they just ran at uh, Micah Parsons, and he basically had to choose between, all right, do I cover A.J. Brown or do I go after Jalen Hurts? And, you know, at the last second, Hurts throws it to Brown, and he just, like, threw, you know, Parsons just threw his hands up in total frustration. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. And whoever came up with the idea to, like, not, you know, basically to play at Parsons and not block him and make him take himself out of the game is genius. Right. Yeah, Sirianni said after the game, he said, you know, my theory has always been if you can't block him, uh, read him. Yeah. And that's that, I, yeah. That's basically what they did. And we yep. talked about this. They ran that play at him in the first half, too, when he got Duke. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that yeah, the play on the fourth? I think on the fourth down. Yeah, you got it was like fourth. Twice. Yeah, fourth and six, and yeah, they just. Uh, it was almost kind of like a naked bootleg. Yep. To the right. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'd say it was interesting. They, um, you know, Parsons was moving around when Lane Johnson was in the game. As soon as Lane Johnson was out of the game, he was just on the end every time. Yep. Every time rushing. So. Speaking of uh, Parsons, when yeah, when Lane Johnson went out of the game and Driscoll went in a right tackle, it's funny. That's you immediately felt a difference in the game, right? Right. Right. Um. Anything else from the game that uh, you know, Blaze, as a non-Eagles fan who partook in what we would call a quality game. Any thoughts on kind of watching our Philadelphia Eagles play at this point? Uh, scary. Your boys are on a roll. Yeah. It was definitely a statement win. And, uh, yeah, it got a little dicey maybe in the third quarter. You know, like, oh, my God, are the Cowboys really going to come back and steal this one from them? But, uh, no, your boys held up. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to next, what is it, in a month we play you guys? Yeah, that could end up being a pretty interesting game. I hope so. Because we got our chat game this Sunday. Who do you guys play on Sunday? We got the Jaguars down in... Oh, yeah. Down in that weird Floridian town where nobody lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah, No one lives there, but someone decided to put an NFL team there for whatever reason. Yeah, is that is it really in Florida or is it just South Georgia? I don't know. I I think it's like Baja, Florida. Right. Do they have like such a thing as that? It's it's like quasi, but not really. Yeah. I mean, seriously, man, you like fly a drone over there, and you're like, you see a bunch of like swamp rats and shit. And you're like, really? Yeah. There's an NFL team here. Yeah, there's there's no major league baseball team. There's no NBA team. Last I checked, there's no NHL team. No. Uh, so like, what? Yeah, okay. I know we've discussed this ad nauseum in other episodes. I will just never understand why they put an NFL team there. 
Because the weather's nice. Yeah, and I, I guess the owner loves it there. He's like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, buddy. Well, everyone's just bored. They need something. I'm sure the players love it. Like, no personal income tax, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, should we move on to uh, Rick's seven questions? Rick's seven questions. Wait, let's see. Do I have a... Uh, do, do we have music for that? There we go. That's the best we got. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah, you know, production value is high this week. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sit back and listen to this. Are you thing. ready for yeah. this? You're going to learn yeah. something about John here, right? Uh oh, oh boy. Oh, okay. no. John, do you know the record of the Eagles the day you were born? Uh, so over the years on November 25th, what their record is. Well, no, your no, not your birthday, but the day you were actually born. What their record, what the team record was on that date? Yes. Uh, I would have to say two and four. No, <laughs> I figured you wouldn't know, but they were the day before you were born. They lost to the Redskins to, and that was the sixth game. Of a six-game losing streak, and the next week they won. So oh. you, in essence, ended the, the losing uh, streak. The losing streak. Oh yeah, well yeah. That's see, that's what I would expect. Yeah. So, so. John, you were the the savior yeah. of the 1974 season. Oh my God. Bad news for the Giants fan. Um, we beat the Giants twice that year for a combined score of 55 to 14. So, um, Pisarchik, who's the quarterback then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be about, that's about right. Joe yeah. Pisarchik. The, and they played the Giants at, at the Yale Bowl in New Haven, Connecticut. Because oh. why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Right. I guess they were probably, wait, they were waiting for the Meadowlands to be built at that point. Because that was only that for like cor- one that season. That is correct. Yeah, one or two seasons. Because I think they, they went Shea. Yale and then the Meadowlands. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Giants were two and ten uh, in week thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds so like last is... year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question two of Rick's yes, seven questions. Question two. Um, can you name anybody on that team, the Eagles of '74? Uh. Was it Herman Edwards on that team? Uh, I don't think so. He's not on the roster I'm looking at. Uh, I don't think uh, Jaworski wasn't on that team yet, was he? He was not. The quarterbacks yeah. were Roman Gabriel, John Reeves, and Mike. Boy, I'll yeah. say I'll say Howard Carmichael. Yes, you are. Oh, correct. that's ding, a good one. Wow. Yeah, ding. you deserve one of. These. A cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went through this um, this list, and I did not recognize very many names. There was Jerry Sizemore, Guy Morris, Harold Carmichael, and uh, Randy Logan, and Frank Lemaster, and John Bunny. Those are the only ones. That I oh, know. man, yeah, I'm looking at this now. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. 
haven't heard of any of these guys. Yeah, this is well, this was not a strong roster, and I can see why. No, yeah, no, it was not. It was not. Okay, All right. on to so question three. Yeah, on to question three. Rick's uh, seven questions. Yes, John, do you know if you win the turnover battle by plus one, what is your chances of winning an NFL game? Uh, is this a percentage answer? A percentage, yes. I would say you're probably looking at 90%. Not close. 81% of the time. No. No. Yeah. How about uh, plus three? Oh, I mean, I think you're probably, uh, plus three, you're looking at, what, 99.9% of the time. Yeah, 100% yeah. 100 yeah. of the time. 100% of the time. Yeah, thank you, uh, Cooper Rush. The Eagles are also 14-0-1 out of the last 15 games when the opposing quarterback has less than five NFL starts. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. How about that? It's a good stat. Well, yeah. That's the way it should be. Um, John, Damn right. So on to question four. Um, question four. Question four. Out of all the remaining games, now that we're six games in, and I know before the season we don't make predictions, but we kind of went through the schedule and said, this game worries me, that game worries me. Yeah. Out of the games that are left, what uh, games are you most concerned about? Uh, I, you know what? It's funny. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, you'll appreciate this, but now the two Giants games actually become quite interesting. Um... I would certainly yeah. hope so. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's I figure a you guys will... way of saying up until yeah. now, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Up until now, I wasn't too worried about it. But they, you know, they happen. What the the first Giants game is is what four or five games or four or five weeks from now? Because they go what the Steelers, Texans, Commanders, yeah. Colts, December eleventh, December eleventh, yeah. December eleventh, and January eighth. Yeah, if the if the Giants keep uh, keep on the um, old coattails, that uh, yeah, December eleventh game could be very interesting at Giants. Yeah, because uh, the other one would probably just be Packers, but the Eagles have have actually done pretty well at Packers. I think the last time they played at Packers, they beat them. Uh, yeah, the Packers are coming to us this time. Yeah. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry, there was no at. Sorry, there was a verse. Um, yeah, the Giants and the Cowboys are the only teams and the Titans that are over 500 uh, yeah. remaining on the schedule. Uh, yeah, one quick side note. Um, the Your New Orleans Saints are, what, 2-5 and five now? So that puts the Eagles' uh, pick for the Saints, I think I believe it's third overall as it stands right now. So the Eagles will, as it stands right now, if the season were to end today, everybody, the Eagles would have the third and the 32nd pick in the NFL draft. How about that? We could we can start the first round and end the first round. Yeah. Which, at that point, I'm a betting man. I'm, I'm saying that pick gets traded down for, like, th- like, two or three more picks. Right. I don't, I think there's, how we would turn that, turn that guy, turn that pick around in no time into, like, Two picks for this upcoming draft, and like another pick and a you know pick and a player or something. 
for uh, the 24 draft. So, anyway. Right. Okay. Sorry, on to uh, Rick's seven questions. I believe we're on the fourth question? Fifth question? Fourth, uh, fourth question? Fifth question? Either. Sure. Yeah. I'll just keep on asking Who's counting? my questions. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, pick one player on offense and one player on defense that has overachieved um, what you thought they oh. would be before the season. Well, on defense... If I had to pick an overachiever or who I thought would be, I'd have to go with uh, Bradbury. Uh, yeah, um, that's a good pick. You know, I knew he was good, but, uh, you know, you, you also heard a lot. Uh, thank you, by the way, Evan, the Giants fan, for uh, releasing him. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, I was a bum in New York. And I was yeah, well, like, well the, yeah, that's the funny part. It's like last season he did not, you know, he didn't have a good season. Terrible. And so going into this year, everyone was like, well, yeah, the last year, it was all pro year before, but this past season, you know, didn't play well, da 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 So I, you know, my uh, expectations were tempered uh, with him coming in, but, you know, between him and Slay, you know, on the outside, you know, it's making Marcus Epps look like, uh, you know, Andre Waters, or Wes Hopkins, sorry. Waters was the uh, strong safety. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Although Wes Hopkins, he was decent, but not great. Anyway. Uh, on, the, uh, on the offense, gosh. Uh, I'm not going to go Jalen Hurts because that's just a little too easy. Right. Um, you know, I've, I got to go Miles Sanders. Yeah. Yeah, I just, mean, just because he's still healthy. Just because, yeah, because he's not uh, on IR. <laughs> that alone is a boon. Uh, but you know, he's had you know he's he's come up at clutch moments again. That that the past two weeks, the those um, those two long drives late in the third, early in the fourth, really kind of put the game away for the Eagles. So, right, I'm right. saying that, and you know, I think Sanders is definitely a, a part of that. Now, obviously, he has a great offensive line in front of him, but you know. Uh, the number one uh, ability that you need in a NFL player is availability. <laughs> so true. I like that. I yeah. like that. Um, that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Um, all right. On the question five or six, I've kind of lost track here. you not want to uh, play? Let's say we get to the Super Bowl. What team what would team? you not want to play from the AFC? Uh, I would have to go uh, Mr. Allen and the Buffalo Bills. You've always been a Josh Allen fan. Yeah, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. He's, yeah. a, he's a stud. Guy knows That guy That guy is built for football, man. Yeah. That guy is yeah. built. He is. He is it. He is prototype. I'm so sick of Pat Mahomes. I mean, nothing against him. I think it's just he's so much hype behind him. But Josh Allen, I think, is a real deal. And where the hell did he come out of? Wyoming? Yeah. Yeah, he's a cowboy. Jeez. Wyoming cowboys, everyone. everyone. Which we've driven. But, you know, uh, side note, thanks to uh, our uh, cross-country uh, adventures over the past two and a half, three years, which we've done, I think, seven times now, six or seven times. 
we've driven past uh, the you know University of Wyoming, which is located in uh, Laramie. Yes, exactly. Um, quite a few times, and I've taken advantage of the um, the uh, Dairy Queen just off of campus as a, <laughs> as kind of a quick stop. So. And a side note on this, because we always like to digress. John, are there any Taco Bells in Nebraska? There are no Taco Bells in Nebraska, everyone. So, if you, yeah, if you hit the west side of Nebraska and you're going east and you're looking for Taco Bell, all you got are Taco Johns and some knuckle under. It's not good. You know, you would think with the taco shells, you know, the corn shells, the corn. Yeah, yeah, you're in corn country. Yeah, right. right? You know, it's right there. Yeah, but I guess not. That's a great point. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um. Anyhow, um. Next, John, what is your assessment? A year ago, uh, we were roughly, you know, we started off two and five, and now this year we are six and zero. And I'd just like to get your thoughts on Nick Sirianni as a head coach and where he's come over the past 12 months? Uh, I would say he has come full circle since the first day he arrived. A lot of people don't know, like it was a big kind of media frenzy because he just completely blew his, uh, remember when his, his opening uh, press conference, uh, when he first arrived as the uh, coach, and he just sounded like a bumbling fool, right? And just right. completely, and everyone was like, "Oh boy, here we go!" You know, right. they they brought in some kind of knucklehead they thought was a whiz kid, and he's talking out his ass and likes to play horse with the guys to be competitive, and it sounded all contrived, and you know, it. But he's come full circle. I mean, everyone's a believer, and I, you know, I think. You know what it is? I think he's very methodical. Like when he's on camera and he's yelling, you know, F you to the coach across the across the way for blowing up one of the Eagles illegally or or whatever, he you know, he knows he's on camera. He knows all of Philly fandom can see him and he knows what he's doing. I think that dude is super calculated and it's freaking genius. So I'm you know, right now as it stands and you know, it's it's obvious to be this way when you're six and zero. But I'm a fan. You know, it's yeah. And the other part of that too is, you know, last year when the Eagles were not playing well and they were pass happy, you know, they went into the bye, made the adjustment to the run, and you know, ran them into the playoffs. So well, that was also the time that he came out with the metaphor of the flower. No, oh, the flower, yeah, the flower metaphor. Yep. Which <laughs> Eagles Eagle fans promptly responded with. Uh, throwing flowers at him as he was uh, exiting the stadium. So, right, right. doing what Eagles fans do. So. Right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. He and he's acknowledged that that um, you know the press conference and then also the um, you know the start last year that he was kind of on shaky ground. But uh, yep, you know he's trucking uh, himself. Yeah, and you know I'm okay with that. You know it's your first year, first time head coach in the NFL. You're gonna you know, step in it every now and again, and it's okay as long as you, you know, as long as you have that dog mentality, Rick, that if you step in it, you just go, you just make that next step and just be a dog. Forget about what you just stepped in. Right. 
Right, and that would be D A W G. Yeah, D A W G, not D O G. No, no, it's no. it's D A W G. Right, but he yeah he showed up on like the Pat McAfee show what last week week before last and oh my god you can tell that you know he made he made those guys into instant fans so right yeah I mean you watch his press conferences you, I mean he comes across as. Yeah, sometimes he rambles and digresses and stuff like that. But yeah. I think he comes across, you know, pretty authentic and, you know, almost too authentic. Um but I think also he uh uh what was I gonna say? I forgot what I was gonna say. Well I will oh, fill yeah. that vo- Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what I was going to say was, um, I think, you know, it's one thing to be good at X's and O's, but I think also what he has is like that EQ, right? I mean, he always has his players' backs, and, you know, I can see where players love to play for him. Yeah, he he has a high, like, emotional quotient. Like, he he really connects. Like, because at first I thought, like, and I think he thought the same thing too, Rick, and it felt a little weird, like, Putting the numbers of the the guys on your hat who were out for the season just felt a little contrived. I think you'd mentioned contrived a few moments ago. And I think little stuff like that at first just felt forced. The T-shirts and, you know, but I I think the part that, you know, is, yeah, I don't know if anyone knows this, but I've never played an NFL down before. So, you know, Uh, but I think those guys, you got to remember, they're in like their, you know, mid you know early to mid to late 20s and they latch on to that stuff you know right you know i think about when i was that age like you know you kind of got into stuff for some weird and dumb reasons or you know some pretty you know shake you know shaky but like you know you were easily prodded right as you get older you know you need a little more than a sticker and a and a bowl of cereal to get you excited anymore uh bowl of cereal that gets me yeah excited, bowl but, of cereal still gets me yeah, yeah yeah but you know what i mean <laughs> In your twenties, you know, you you know, you hear the right song on the on the radio. You get all excited and you're like, all right, let's go out and party tonight. It's like I hear a cool song on the radio, and I'm like, what's a radio? And I just turned on uh, iTunes, so I just play what I want. So, uh, last question, John. Last question for Rick's seven questions. If which this Eagles... means just for clarity, so this means next week I have to ask the seven questions. Right. That's right. Yep. Um, if the Eagles do make the uh... Super Bowl and it being in Phoenix, would you even entertain going to the game? Uh, I, I think I would have to, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't. I've I don't been know. to the Super Bowl. But I yeah, I don't know. I've been to Super Bowls before, but uh, I, mean, I don't. The way you drive around and, you know, you're all yeah. over the country. Um, yeah, it, it's just like going to Costco it? for me. Oh, yeah, what's, right. what's 700 what's miles? Phoenix? Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah <laughs> who cares? That's like going to get some, the corner. Yeah, going to get some Henry some food and, uh, you know, let's go to a Super Bowl while we're at it. Why not? Wait, so you guys didn't go to the Patriots Super Bowl? No. In Jacksonville? Yeah. Where's Never Jacksonville? Is that a city? Was it in Swampville? <laughs> It was in Jacksonville, and we left to go there, and we just we couldn't find it. We got lost. We couldn't find <laughs> it. <laughs> we, ended up up in in, we ended up in Detroit, and we're like, hey, this can't be right. What? <laughs> yeah, the two, the two the Super Bowls, uh, the two most recent Super Bowls we've gone to 
the Eagles, when I said, were in Minnesota, where it was very, you know, obviously very cold. Um, and Jacksonville. Well, I don't blame you for that one. That's ridiculous. Right, right. But not, not exactly great places. So in both cases, I essentially sat just me and Kathy in the living room, and it was basically silent for three hours. I'm the most unfun person ever to watch a Eagles Super Bowl with. So, um, I have one extra question. This is oh, an extra, point. extra credit. Okay. What do you make? What do you think? And what do you make of our other brother watching the Eagles game this past week? <laughs> uh, is there proof that that happened? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a great point, Evan, the Giants fan. We have no visual verification. Although, no, we do actually. He said, "You know what? I sorry, sorry, Jim, if you're listening to this, which I don't think, you don't even know what Colin is, so there's no way you're listening to this." Uh, he actually, Evan, the Giants fan, he did send a picture of the TV he was watching the game on, which I'm pretty sure was not his doing. He was probably with about four or five other guys who wanted to watch football. Got so. It. I think he just caved to peer pressure. He, it's not like he picked up the remote and like, oh, the Eagles are 6-0. Let's, let's watch them tonight. Oh, this, the Eagles are on tonight. Let's watch them. Yeah, no, that, that definitely did not happen. Yeah. So those are my but, questions you know, for the week. All right. Well, that, that's terrific. Excellent questions as usual. So uh, thank you for your amazing questions. So. Should we move to, uh, you know, maybe the second most popular uh, segment of our show? Fanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. In the NFL. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. In the NFL. So it's around the NFL. Guys, this is where we talk about the news in the NFL. Uh, for those that don't know, that was a theme song to Why War of Sports. Uh, and it's really old. Um, so that's why it sounds the way it did. Yes. Um, should we start with the Giants? Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, any big news coming out of uh, G-Men camp or New York City? Even though it sounds like New York, uh, Times Square is getting a casino, which sucks, but oh well. Can I pivot to Florida, actually? Sure, yeah, go, go for Florida. As, as Florida, man. <laughs> yeah. I am reading the most dumbass comment probably in the history of, of sports. Tom Brady compares NFL season to military deployment. I'm sorry. Wait, is what? Front, is he in the front lines of friggin' Ukraine? What a <laughs> He did? Where? I, he, I, I, I did not right see now. this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like Tom Brady compares NFL season to military deployment. Really, Tom? Are we shitting in the trenches oh, in boy. Ukraine now? Oh like, my gosh! Holy shit! Come on! Yeah, man. you know what? It's funny you mentioned that. There's one thing I've always kind of had a bit of a like a uh, uh, a thing that's always made me feel a little uncomfortable is when they've equated playing football to going to battle. Yes. And I was just like, eh. <laughs> It's football. Exactly. You're getting paid millions. Right. <laughs> uh, the war metaphors, I get, like, I know what football is from, like, a s 
sociological evolutionary standpoint and if you look at the way societies were structured 2000 years ago and how every male under the age of you know 21 got pushed off to war and that was basically it but come on really let's let's you know the war metaphors are almost insulting to to uh, our folks in the armed services it, it just confirms to me that this guy is and always has been and always will be a jackass <laughs> Yes, I know. I think you're. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Every time yeah. I try to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, I'm like, no. and then I see, I read shit like this. I'm like, no, he's an idiot. Wait, where is it? I I totally missed this. I'd... Oh God, it's, it's probably like I'll Yahoo. Send the, I'll send you the link. It's ridiculous. Oh man, yeah, I'd love to like, see. Come like, on, dude. Yeah. Okay, that's that's my two cents. Moving on. That, moving on. G-Men. Anything in the G-Men camp we need to know about? Are you guys, uh, you know? Trade for anyone? Are you guys uh, in the trade market? Trade's a big, big thing right now. Is they're basically liquidating the team? Yeah, they're, the they're team trying from... to dump uh, Kadarius Tooney right now. Get oh yeah. Who wants that dude on? You know, the guy hasn't played his, hasn't played but three downs in the NFL. But I don't know. Poor guy's just been injury prone. You know, he's yeah. a talent, but he can't stay healthy. So, like you said, John, are they available? Yeah, the number one ability for an NFL player. Is availability. Is availability, yes. <laughs> so true. Yep, yep. Yeah, so they have fire sale down in Carolina. I know the uh, the Eagles have been connected to one of their defensive ends down there, but it doesn't seem like nothing has happened just yet. So I I don't, Rick, I, I don't get the inclination they're going to make any kind of like bold trades at this point. What do you think? No, yeah, I, I don't think he is. I, you know, there's nothing glaring uh, that needs addressed. I think we're pretty good the way it is. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think back to the Super Bowl run they had back in '17 when they traded for uh, what's his face, Jay uh, Jay Midyear. That was definitely like a glaring hole for them. Right. And so I think that you know that that certainly um, made sense. But I don't find that there's any real um, hole in the in the Eagles at this point. Yeah. Um, I saw there's been a sighting of Andy Dalton in uh, New Orleans. He'll be starting a quarterback, so oh, he is, love he has come in from the witness protection program. That is that's <laughs> that's actually the best news I've heard all day because that means they'll drop the two and two and six, and right. you know the Eagles can move into the second pick overall for the for the draft. Yeah. Oh, here's a so here's a good one for you. I wonder in the modern NFL era, what's the highest pick? Uh, a current Super Bowl champion has ever had. I don't know the answer to that, but I'd be curious to see like what that pick is. I wonder if, yeah. you know, Ooh, I'm sure that's Googleable, but I, yeah, I can't imagine you've ever seen a Super Bowl champ have a third overall pick. In fact, someone mentioned something else. I'm going to Google this because I'm like really curious when the, what this was. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, here, the game, the, the 1 o'clock game that was broadcast in the Philadelphia area was the Jets and the Packers. Um, and I have to say, like, the Packers made the, uh, or the Jets made the Packers look kind of ridiculous at the end of that game. So uh, the, the New York teams are having a year. And then yeah. some. The yes. Jets really shocked me, though. I mean, the Giants, yeah. They, I think that's, you know, that bubble's going to burst. But the Jets, really? <laughs> Although, I, you know, I would say a lot of people were, like, really high on their draft this past year. 
right. a lot of people. Well, good for them. I mean, talk about <laughs> shitty organization. Yeah. No, they're yeah. they're trying to turn that that ship around. Trying, trying. trying. I, I, the the coach seems to be a pretty solid guy, but you know Robert Sala. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, sorry, I'm still looking this up, but continue on with something else. Uh, yeah, you know, the one thing I was looking at, the standings, right? So, if the season were to end today, the 5-1 and one Giants would be 5th <laughs> in the playoff uh, wow. seeding. Yeah. Because the Eagles would win the NFC East. So, it goes the Eagles at 6-0. The Vikings at five and one, and Tampa Bay at three and three. <laughs> I got to think Tampa Bay's, you know, not going to. I, I, you know what? If there's, I'd love to see Tampa Bay just fall on their face. Yeah, I would. Because I would Brady's got to, you know, he's got to hit the front lines out in Ukraine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone anyway. He's got to get his regiment in shape. Let's go, right? man. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, Go ahead. I was just say, and 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 he uh, he got he he had to spend a ton of money on a divorce, all because he wanted to play a season where he ends up going, uh, you know, seven and ten. Right. (laughs) What a dummy. Yeah, idiot. Sorry, please. Do we think the Forty Niners are? I mean, the Forty Niners. Do we think the uh, the Vikings are for real? I don't know. I've, you know, truth, the honest answer is I have not watched enough of their games. But you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I got two words for you: uh, cousins and Kirk. And I'll just leave it at that, in my opinion. All right. <laughs> well, at least you can count words. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe, yeah. I mean, Joe, is that a Joe Biden slap? <laughs> no, not at all. Made in America. Um, the uh, yeah, I mean, the Vikings' only loss was to the Eagles. Yeah, uh, and that was a pounding. Yeah, they got thumped. Days. Yeah, they yeah. yeah, on Monday Night Football. Um, was that Monday? I think that's Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's Monday Night Football. Yeah, and you know the Lions, who remember that time where we were concerned about losing to the Lions the first game of the season. I know, I know. The Lions are one and four. God. They who are what they, they are who they thought. What's the phrase? <laughs> They are who we thought they were going to be. Right. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, there's a phrase, yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, I think... Uh, is Hampton on the hot seat? Hampton? Or, uh, sorry, not Dan Hampton. Dan Hampton's a defensive lineman. Dan <laughs> from... Campbell. <laughs> yeah. Dan Hampton was a D-lineman from the Bears. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's not on the hot seat. He's not even on the seat. Uh. Um. But, yeah, I remember when I was like, how does this defensive coordinator still have a job? They have given up the most points in the NFL, 170. How do you, how do you win football games when your defense has given up 34 points a game? Well, I think, you know, doesn't Detroit have, like, the number one offense or, like, close to, like, a top two or three offense right now in, like, total yards? So, I mean, they're scoring a lot of points, but it sounds like they're just giving up a shit ton, which means – What's his face on a, uh, gosh, on um, Hard Knocks? Who was a defensive coordinator who just yapped Jerry his Glenn. mouth? 
Yeah, just yapped his mouth. He just looks like a cheese ball. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of one of my son's football games I went to where we were really excited that they scored 45 points, but unfortunately the other team scored 86. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, the, the uh, Detroit Lions currently are second in the NFL in average uh, yards a game at 411. Uh, unfortunately for them, they are dead last in defense and yards allowed at 428 yards a game. So Mr. Glenn may be looking at Mr. Door by the end of the season. <laughs> so Exactly. Uh, speaking of doors and faulty stadiums, how about uh, our Washington Redskins or uh, Commandos? They're uh, lawsuit city right now with ESPN. It looks like, or on the verge of lawsuit city with ESPN. So yeah, after, what are those buffoons done? Well, so the ESPN came out with an article that basically said uh, that Snyder had hired a bunch of PI guys to run around and follow other owners of NFL teams to dig up dirt. Yes, read that. Yeah, and he's basically saying he never, ever did such thing. So my question to both of you is, who do you believe, ESPN or Dan Snyder? Uh, it would depend on who at ESPN. I think some of those guys just put stuff out to yeah because they're, like, fulfilling a quota. Um, Clickbait. Right, right. But I could definitely see that where he would, you know, do that. Yeah. So I could see both sides. Yeah. Uh, or I yeah, could see, I mean, you I know, could see where it's totally possible. Where does it end with Schneider, right? I mean, it's it's just the whole, aren't like the cheerleaders suing his ass and all that thing? Yeah, right? yeah. Like uh, like workplace harassment right. situation. Yeah. <laughs> I read of one article one time that they That guy's were, like the Trump of the NFL. Yeah, they, totally. Uh, were... Don't say that around my parents. <laughs> no. Jeez. You, you, my dad will, will rescind that offer to come by and oh, have a glass of it. wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, that they did a uh, photo shoot, you know, for like a calendar for the uh, cheerleaders. And then he had, Snyder had the guy like go through and make like a highlight reel. <laughs> Oh my god! The, of the cheerleaders, like just for like the senior executive. Oh my god! <laughs> like what a scumbag! Exactly. What? A, like what? A, what a scumbag move! Yeah. Um, let's see. Any but other? I think uh... it went beyond that, didn't it? It's like he pro they propositioned some of them to go topless in photos. It was oh yeah, I think you're right. They like went out on like a a bay cruise or something like that, and. Kind of it, yeah, did some weird shit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, there was like one reception where they like were introducing the cheerleaders to like some of their luxury box owners and like you know insinuated to show them a good time. Yeah, 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 just like really off yeah. the cabin like, number two's open. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Some shade. Yeah, that dude's just. You know, his stadium matches his class. Let's just oh. put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to, you know, think about... Uh, I was going to throw this idea. Do we want to think about, like, who, you know, 
looking at the draft next year, speaking of getting picks two and 32, Rick, if you were uh, to to kind of look at a position that the Eagles need to draft at, what you know, what, what are you what are you thinking? What did, did you have anything in mind? Uh, I really, uh, I mean, when you're six and zero, you're really not looking at mock drafts, right? Um, uh, I was actually, but <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think we need a quarterback, right? Um, yeah. Although, see, just because you say that, they're going to draft one. But go right. on. Right. Jeez, um, I don't know. You know, at that high, you don't want to draft a running back, right? Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, maybe, you know, someone else on um, the D-line. Right? Yeah. Yep. I don't know who that would be, but. Yeah, probably another, another edge rusher or someone, you know, someone like that. They could, you know, Brandon Graham's not getting any younger, right? Or maybe a cornerback or something to be an understudy to slay. Yeah, because I, I like what the Eagles have done with clearly Kelsey and um, and Cox, where they've dressed, basically drafted their heir apparent or let them get involved with like who the uh, right who, who's going to be their heir apparent because I. I'm Did you bet. two listen to a word Dick said last week? Come on. <laughs> you mean keep two kickers? No. Yeah. yeah. Well, besides that, Ramon. You, you, you mean leather, you leather mean, items. Yeah. <laughs> you mean cut in a, uh, in a, the, all their all-pro kicker for someone who's played one NFL game? <laughs> the game's one in the trenches. Always get – you can't have a yeah. lineman on both sides of the ball. You got – one and down, pick – top prospects in the trenches. Well, and that's kind of actually where I was going to lead to was I think if you were to kind of, you know, if you could find the heir apparent to Lane Johnson and take bring that guy in and let Lane, you know, spend a season and a half with him. And, uh, yeah, I, that's yeah. kind of – that's where I would kind of lean. Assuming the pick is that high or, you know, I, I, I'm willing to bet they, they, tr- they trade down and get like three more picks or something like that. But Right. But I yeah, think get, I think Blaze and, and Dad are right. I think the trenches, trenches, trenches. Right. Get someone to uh, enroll in the Stoutland University. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Mylotta. Although you know, as you know, made me think about too is uh, uh, I would apply the uh, the Dick Coral and Rick philosophy. Uh, find a, a right tackle from Al- whoever, whoever's the right tackle from Alabama. Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> Who's that guy right now? That, that, that's who I'm taking it. Like you know, trading down to the pick, you know, thirteenth pick, and right. I'm, I you know, I'm all in. I don't want anybody from the Mountain West. I don't want <laughs> no. anybody from One Double A. I don't yeah. want anyone from the WAC. If Mike Leach was your head coach, I don't want you. I don't care. <laughs> Don't want anyone from the Mid American Conference. No. Now, now wait a minute. What the 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 dude from Buffalo's from the Mountain West? Yeah, that's a quarterback though. That's different though. They don't need a quarterback. Once you kind of get quarterbacks are different, uh, different, different breeds. Good point. Just, they they pop up at, like look at uh, Malik uh, Willis, right? He he came from what, Liberty. 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 Uh, yeah, the quarterbacks come out of strange places. Yeah, well, we know where not to draft them from, North Dakota or South Dakota. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and the 49ers, I think, would agree with you, too. Yes. Truth be told. Yeah. If if someone would really speak the truth over there, I think they uh, 
think that team knows that they screwed up, screwed that up. Just draft guys from the SEC and maybe the Big Ten. That's about it. Right? Yeah. And you know what? And if you're going to draft a quarterback, pick someone who's played more than eight uh, college football games. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just saying. Right. Like, I got to say, John, like you were talking, just talking about availability. I'd rather have Daniel yeah. Jones than Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, well, that, oh, who's that clown now? Oh, 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 oh. Six feet under. Yeah. This just went awkward. That guy, that guy, he's the guy who got hit by a truck or something down in Florida. Oh, shit. That's right. My bad. Yeah. Where's oh, that no. guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, so yeah, Evan, yeah, yeah. The Giants oh, are definitely losing this weekend. Oh, God. <laughs> My apologies to his family. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> where, where, oh, where's Dwayne Haskins? That bozo. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> that guy, Dwayne Haskins, is, hasn't done anything this year. Oh, shit. Oh, well, that. Yeah. yeah. My, I, my. Oh, God. <laughs> my. Bro. To whoever's listening, I, my sincere apologies yeah. to the Haskins family. Jesus, my bad. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, definitely going to church this weekend. Ah, and then some. Yeah. Sorry about that. God rest your soul, Mr. Haskins. My bad. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure he's a perfectly enjoyable guy. Just oh, stay off. The, don't cross the freeway at night at 2 in the morning on your feet. But you know, uh, before he died, before he yes, died. yeah, no, it, you know, it's funny. I, 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 truth be told, my mind was going to the same place as well. It's like that was, all, you know, from the get go, that was just not a good draft pick. I mean, he played, yeah, what, barely an entire season for Ohio State. Well, you know why he was drafted. He um, went to oh yes. DC, I, and he went to the same high school as Snyder's son. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and Snyder's son, like, oh, you got to draft this guy. That uh, that can't be. I mean, yes, it probably is, but I mean, that just seems like a crazy way to run an organization. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Stan Snyder, there you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but apologies to the Haskins family. Yep. No. You guys know what I meant. I didn't. Mean yes. That. Yes. 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 Yeah. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Um. Any other? Uh, I think we're on to. Uh, Unrelated topic of the week. Do it. Do it. Does anyone have an unrelated topic of the week for us? I don't. I think I've kind of digressed enough tonight. So, Rick, you're up. What do you got for us? Uh, well, yeah, this is kind of unrelated, but kind of related. Um, how about those Phillies? Yeah, yeah. You know, seven well, games away from being World Series champions. Well, did you check the score tonight? Well, yeah, they just have to win seven more games. We'll exclude tonight's. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's not. Uh, actually, well, I didn't yeah. see who who pitched tonight. I didn't pay uh, attention. Nola. Oh, Nola. really? That's a that's a total bummer. Wow. Uh, Nola pitched to his brother, and his oh, that's right. the one who broke it open. That that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Season. Yeah. Um. But they come they come back for uh, three games in Philadelphia this weekend, yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, hopefully good things will come from that. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's an exciting time for the Phillies. And, you know, I feel like the, the wins that they're back on this one, you know, I don't feel like it's – although this this uh, loss was a bit of a bummer. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's – 
Same time to be a Phillies and Eagles fan. All right, jump on the bandwagon if you aren't, yeah. aren't already on. Yeah, Joe DeCamera must be just losing his shit on a daily basis. Uh, Evan, the Giants fan, any unrelated topic of the week for you? Uh, no, I would just echo that. Go National League. I, I, those bums in Houston are a bunch of cheaters, so I don't want them winning it. And, you know, the, the evil empire in the Bronx is, has, oh, way too, has way too many rings already. So go yep. National League. Yep, yep. I'm right there. I, yeah, I was going to say, are you, I've never, you've never struck me as a Mets or a Giants fan. You mean or a giant, or sorry, Mets or a Yankees fan? You know, I was a Yankees fan. I got, I will admit, I was a Yankees fan for a long, long time until but, they until they tore down what I thought was a great stadium and yep. they built some gaudy monstrosity of a shopping mall in its place. Yeah. I mean, I went in the I went in the New Yankee Stadium. I was like, "What the hell is this?" There was like a sushi bar. <laughs> there was a Gucci purses for sale. Wait, really? Oh, I shit you not. There's like an art gallery in there. Oh, I'm my like, God. What? The, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bronx? <laughs> it was just so bad. And then my buddy's like, you know, he missed the New York. He's like, come on, we're sitting in Lazy Boys. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you want to sit on the bench. <laughs> like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I got these Lazy Boys. $4,500 a seat. I'm like, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> That's not even like, I would even announce that in public that I paid that much for these idiotic seats to see a baseball game, no less. Yeah, yeah that place sucks. Yeah, usually so. in the Bronx, the Gucci purses are being sold on the street corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when the cops drive by, the plastic bags get wrapped up and they just run down the block. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Along with like some like ripped off CDs and DVDs of movies that like literally just came out two days ago. Yeah, full on, man. Rolex yeah. watches. Yeah, yeah, Rolex watches. Ah, uh, New York. All right, well, I think that's, uh, unless anyone has any uh, final thoughts for tonight. I do not. On this would... bye week. Enjoy your bye week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everyone's going to get healthy, and uh, we have a Sunday off. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, uh, Kathy gets a little more of my attention uh, this week weekend, so that's she'll appreciate that. So, I think uh, until um, until next week, next Wednesday, we'll see everyone uh, eight thirty Eastern, five thirty Pacific. For you, Blaze. <laughs> Soak it in. Go, birds.